Hey there, folks. This is Chris from TipsForLawyers.com, and this is the Tips for Lawyers podcast. It has been a short while since the last episode because doing 31 episodes of anything in the space of one month is actually quite a lot to do, and I thought I'd take a little breather before I got back to it. Today, I wanted to have a chat about the rut. What do I mean by the rut? I mean that place in your career after you've commenced, maybe you've got a couple of years down and you're starting to think, well, is this basically all there is? Am I just going to keep turning up, doing the things, inevitably heading, heading my way towards partnership at some point in the future, maybe? Is that what the rest of my life is going to entail? Think about the concept of a rut for a moment. A rut, by its very definition, is a carving out of a road. It, it is a sunk track that has been placed there by the many people who have come before you. So, if you're going on a driving holiday, you might be driving across some unfamiliar terrain, you're off-road at this point, and you follow the tracks, don't you? Because if you start to do anything other than following the tracks, you start to come into territory that is very difficult to navigate and it might end up crashing your vehicle. This is really a good way to think about the career rut as well. Because while there are some dangers in going outside the rut so far as your career is concerned, there are also some things you need to consider if you're going to stick to that well-trodden path. So, what does the rut look like? Generally speaking, for most people, the rut in their legal career is going to look something like this. They turn up to work, they work hard, they do that again and again and again and again. They gradually get paid some more, they get some more promotions and autonomy and work opportunities and speaking engagements and progressively over the years they build a network. Eventually, they have enough of a practice where they can apply for or be offered partnership in their firm and they become a partner of their firm. That is the rut so far as a career in private practice is concerned. Obviously, there are other still traditional but alternative pathways to that, but that's going to be the most common for the majority of legal practitioners, at least in Australia and those places that have those sort of split uh, professions of solicitor and barrister. Now, there's nothing inherently wrong with following that path. I'm not going to say that is a bad path, but what you need to be aware of is that it is a path which can be frustrating over time if it's not the path you actually chose. So, what I encourage people to do is to avoid falling into the rut early on. And this involves asking and answering a difficult question, which is, what is it that you actually want? Because the thing with a rut is, if you follow it, you will inevitably end up in the same location as all of the people who've traveled the rut before you. Now, from time to time, you might deviate from that path, but ultimately, if you follow the track, you will end up in the same destination. It's fairly logical that doing the same things in the same way with the same intentions around the same people will generally lead you towards the same outcome that they have experienced. So, one good way to think about this question is to look at the people who have followed that path. 
Do they embody the kinds of success that you are looking to achieve? And I don't just want to talk about career success here because I think that's a myopic and foolish approach to take. To quarantine your career success from all your other forms of success is a bit artificial because there are some people who are regarded as generally successful in their careers whose personal, emotional, spiritual and relational lives are utter garbage. They are a train wreck of a human being, even though they might have a successful career. So I think if you're going to ask yourself what you want, you need to ask yourself in that broader concept of a fully human success story. So what is that going to look like for you? This is actually not an easy question to answer, and there's a pretty good chance that your answers will change over time. When you first get into law, you might decide that that standard partnership path is exactly what you want. It's what you always wanted, and it's brilliant. But then three years down the track, you might be going, oh, hang on. I'm not sure this is right for me. My circumstances have changed. Maybe you get married and have kids and that has to be factored in. Maybe you just start to experience things differently or want something else. So it is a question that, yes, you need to ask and answer, but you need to do that fairly regularly. Because at any given point, you might choose to turn off the normal path and into something else. That might be in a small area or that might be in a large area of your career or your life. The thing with the rut is that it has a tendency to sneak up on us and we don't really know we're in it until we're really deep in it and therefore we have a lot more trouble getting out. One of the things that happens fairly commonly with young lawyers, so let's say you've just come out of a law degree in Australia, that's going to cost you something like fifty dollars to $75,000 uh, in student loans or hex fees overseas. I've heard stories of $150,000, $170,000 being the debt that you have the great joy of starting your career with. And that is, of course, a huge problem because you've got to pay it back. You can't just accumulate debt and then never, ever, ever pay it back or it goes badly over the long term. So as you earn more money and you start paying that back, you also start doing things like taking on debt you might get a mortgage and buy a house, you might have more responsibilities, and all of a sudden you're earning a healthy salary, say $100,000 a year, which I know to some of you will sound like a vast amount of money and to others of you seems like tuppence halfpenny, but it is a healthy amount of money, $100,000 a year. You can probably get a home loan with that. Here's the difficulty. At that point, if you take on decisions or you make decisions that take on obligations that depend upon you continuing to follow the path of the rut, then it's going to be much harder to leave it later on. So those decisions are going to bind you to a particular path or at the very least make it much more challenging to leave the path. And I'm talking in particular the taking on of debt. I'm not against the, the, the taking on of debt, but I do encourage people to make wise decisions about it. I probably made some less wise decisions in that regard, 
thankfully things turned out, but that is not the case for everybody. If you decide in year five of your career that you actually want to do something completely different, maybe even leave the law, and you've still got $73,000 owing on your student loans, and you've got a $480,000 mortgage to pay, that's going to severely limit the choices you can make. So, what am I getting at here? I'm getting at the fact that if you just allow your career to happen to you, you will definitely be following that well-beaten path that I've been speaking of. There's nothing else about it. If you actually don't take control of your legal career and you just allow it to occur to you rather than you having one of your own choosing, then that will definitely be the path that you take. Whereas, if you start to exercise some control early on about the decisions you make, the areas you work in, if at all possible, the people you hang around with, maybe you can make some decisions about the marketing you do, or the things you learn that might set you up for success in a wider range of areas, or at the very least, leave a few more options open to you. If you think somewhere in your head that one day you might want to do something else, or might want to add something else in. Maybe you want to become a part-time lawyer. Maybe you want to open your own firm. Maybe you want to do something that isn't necessarily all law all the time. Try and get those desires articulated early on. Don't pretend they don't exist because that's the path to frustration and despair later on. And we naturally want to avoid paths that lead in frustration and despair. If you pretend you don't have a desire to do something else, you're going to end up as a statistic who burns out and leaves the law very early on. Whereas if at the least you can be honest with yourself, what do I actually want? Not what do my bosses want for me? Not what do my friends say I should want? Not what has television taught me I should want? Not what do my parents want? But what do I me, myself, actually want out of my life and my career? If you can answer that question, and if you can start to make decisions around that desire or leaving that desire open as an opportunity to you, I think you're going to find yourself in a much better place later on in your career as you have the ability to explore those options slightly more than you might in the formative years. So, today's lesson be aware of the existence of the rut. Try and make decisions knowingly that they will result in you going in one direction or another. And be aware that just letting your career happen to you is a path to frustration almost inevitably. That's all I had to say today. If you would like to learn a little more, have a few more skills, upskill your career a little bit, I'd encourage you to head over to onlinecle.com.au and that is a place where you will find some free and premium courses and ebooks and things like that that might help you out. So I'd encourage you to check them out and otherwise leave a ranking or a review, say something nice if you've gotten this far, then have a delightful and wonderful day and I'll see you next time.